welcome back to Black Girl Blues, where we talk about everything that Black women go through, including self-discovery, healing, and all the bullshit in between. I'm Fanta. And I'm Kalia. So every episode, we start off with our sad girl shit. As y'all know, this is our section for just general updates and housekeeping. So what's got you feeling blue this week, girl? This week, I'm feeling, I'd say, olive. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling bad. I, f- I feel good. Like, I'm in a good headspace. I'm just a little low on energy, a little tired. But I've had a very good week, and I have plans to go traveling within the, few, the next few weeks. So I'm excited. It's just like today is just – it's Sunday. Here you go. Sundays. Um, Miami. Her. Miami in two weeks, and then after that – Hawaii and then back to Miami and so it's just like a lot of really? in one trip no 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 I'm saying oh. like over the next like month or two really oh okay that's busy two months yeah 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 so I'm just trying to like get all my shit together get my life together find somebody to watch Zoe like those types of things so I'll watch her <laughs> <I'm a babysitter. laughs> um how are you feeling what's your color today I am, <laughs> I am like, I don't know. I'm going to go with like a neon green. I feel great this week. I had also a good week. I spent the week before this, I spent the week in Miami. And I feel like after like that whole trip, I feel like super re- recharged. I just feel mad good. Like I feel like very like aligned right now. Okay. everything it just seems to be blossoming money is flowing in i'm happy all my relationships are very like equally yoked right now i feel good i feel great i feel like miami is where people go to like recharge literally to recharge their battery like mm-hmm. miami's like that quick let's get away let's go somewhere warm bitch put your toes in the sand ho, and drink yeah. you a little drink a drink and then you can shoot back up Shoot back up to, you know, wherever you stay at. But you had you a little weekend. Met you a few little niggas. And now you feel a little better. <laughs> sure. I feel like, yeah, like when, I don't know, when I'm in D.C. for too long, I start, you know, getting into like a little hole. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I start getting real, like, stuck in my routine, going yeah. through emotions. Life is just boring. I'm just like, bleh. So, yeah. You think that has something to do, do you think that's, like, more heavily connected to, like, Rona or D.C.? Oh, definitely. Well, actually, I don't know, because it's only been Rona. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I actually don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, actually. I feel like it just has to do with the winter as well. I don't like being Yeah, cold. you're not a fan. Yeah. I don't like snow. I don't like being cold. I don't like cleaning off my car. None of it. Not a fan. Yeah. The first time I've ever said, like, ooh, I'm ready for summer was, like, a few years ago when I first moved up. Or after the first year that I was up here, so my second year. Um, Because the summers up here are just so fucking nice. And, like, coming from, like, first of all, there's really not shit to do back home in Memphis. It's miserable as fuck outside. So I don't even want to, like, go downtown or do none of that shit. Like, it's too fucking humid niggas be shooting it's just too much it's just too much going on but here the summers are so fun and so I finally like found myself longing for the summer like when I moved up here I was like "Mm, this is weird I'm like "Mm, where's summer strange I want to experience like Memphis so bad 
I just want to just, I need it. I feel like I need it. Like I need like a Bill Street outing. I just I think, do. I think it's, they are trying to like do things to really build the city up. Yeah. Um, so the, like the last few years they've been opening a few more spots and it's been, it's been nicer the last few times I've gone back to visit, to be honest. Um, especially if you're of age. Now, if you're under 21, sucks to suck. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But if you can drink a shit, there's a lot to do now. But it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes the vibe is just not giving. Like, I want to, I have never worried about, like, feeling safe. Any, like, here. Mm. Like, I worry about, like, being safe back at home, especially in the summertime, you downtown, like literally it's just so much shit happens. Like back to back is just like too much. It's very overwhelming. I'm like, damn, can I just go get a drink without like something like happening? That. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Dang. Nigga's always ready to shoot, bitch. <sighs> All right. So let's go ahead and hop into our segment today. Today, we're going to be talking about how women's bodies are represented in the media and how, um, you know, that change has affected us, our self-esteem, what that looks like for us as Black women. So tell us about your experience with seeing women's bodies in the media, first and foremost, and how that's changed over the last five to ten years. Um. Okay, so what I will say is that, so right now, I feel like it's a lot, but I haven't felt like, oh, okay, I don't even know how to articulate this. I'll just start from when I was young, right? So what I would see when I was young is like, you know, like the skinny girls with like the like flat backs and sometimes like big titties. That was like the look, I feel like. <laughs> like very like, flat backs. The very, like, Paris Hilton, like, look, you know, like, the square, very, like, skinny, petite, but then, like, with titties. And that was, like, a look. That was a vibe. And it's crazy because growing up, I had a little butt. And I was so insecure about that shit. Mm. And, like, when I, like, go back and, like, watch, like, you know, like, 90s sitcoms, like, early 2000s sitcoms, and you see, like, them, like, being like, oh, like, does it look like I have a big butt? And they're, like, insecure about it. I felt the same way. But now, bitch, my body has evened out. And I, I have a little booty. And now I feel, I'll be feeling insecure about that. Imagine. It's still some level of like insecurity because it's not fat enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I feel like in the media right now, it's like, it's a lot. It's my explore page for me that'll have me be like, oh, bitch. Get on that shit for that reason. Like I try not to, sometimes my thumb may accidentally hit that shit. And I'm like, Doop. Tap, 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 tap. Take me back home, bitch. Take me back home. I don't want to see. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's either that or it's like, I either see like the girls who like don't work out at all, but like have amazing natural bodies or have amazing enhanced bodies. Yeah. Or I see the like gym rats who are like working on their body like three times a fucking day, like just going in. There's like no in between. So, you know, I just. I'll be trying to just, it's day by day for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely been, to your point, a very drastic shift. <clears throat> um, kind of my experience is similar to what you were saying. 
but without the titties, like without the glorification of the titties, because I had big boobs growing up, like sixth grade, and I was made fun of, even like really transitioning into middle school, everybody around me was super straight up and down, like women in my close circle, other than my mom, were not shapely. And so because I had big boobs, I always felt insecure about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just remember like size two, size four was the thing. Like if you were not a size four, bitch, size six, eight, bitch, you were deemed overweight. You were deemed fat. Like, like nothing about being shapely was ideal back then to me. Yeah. Um, were you always shapely or did that like, was that like something that grew like? Did it get, I don't want to say like worse, but did it like become increasingly like, you yeah, know, as you I, did, like puberty or were you like always like that from young? Yeah, no, it was definitely like puberty when I started being sexually active. Mm. Like it was like kind of like right before I went to college, even when I went to college, like I was smaller than I am now. Um, but I still had an ass. And then just like, as I've, as the years have gone by. It's just gotten, I don't, I don't want to say worse, but it's gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's just very strange, like, to see now, we used to be shamed for being shapely, and now being shapely is, like, the thing. You know, if you have a, quote-unquote, hourglass, Coke bottle type of figure, then that's praised way more so than someone who is straight up and down or someone who is, like, shapely but it does not fit in those parameters yeah you know what i'm saying um i think most of that has definitely been fueled by media and i think it's it's difficult because i feel like everybody has always had a preference (laughs) for how they want to see women's bodies yeah the media and then other women based on the combination of those two things so um it's a lot of fucking pressure it's a lot of pressure and i honestly i don't know like what the catalyst to this shift was but i don't i don't necessarily know if i like it to be honest because like you always trying to keep up with what the next thing is like i feel like inevitably it just it happens you know like you said like now you're feeling insecure about like your ass not being fat enough but like nothing is wrong you know but that's how you feel because everybody around you looks a certain way or is trying to get to this like ideal body type it's just it's a lot before we move on can i just say like i was actually like shocked by your answer because i feel like you're from the south mm-hmm. so I feel like i thought you were gonna say like that everyone around you was like shapely and like i don't know because when i think of like the south i think of like a lot of black people you know and i feel like yeah. we, like naturally have always had that Right. So, yeah. The conundrum there. The conundrum. I I have experienced a lot of um, fat phobia within my family. Like, I've had to say things to, especially my older family members, in relation to my body, in relation to my cousin's body. Like, hey, hey, let's not. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. not shame her for whatever it is that she's going through or whatever. Like, it's just, like, it's it's too much. And it doesn't make any fucking sense because y'all be the same ones putting all this fucking sugar and butter in everything we eat. 
So like, <laughs> I don't like what the fuck. Like, what? How are you expecting us to look? I put butter and sugar in everything, bitch. Mm-hmm. And didn't even realize it was like weird until I got to cues and everybody was like, "Why is this so fucking sweet?" I said, "Bitch, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. it's, if it don't make your heart beat fast, bitch, it's not sweet enough." Like, <laughs> fucking dead. That's 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 what I know. So I don't know. It's it's very strange. Um, but I do definitely remember like feeling like shit because I didn't look like I was not like a size two. I was not a size four ever. So do you feel like now with like all the like social media esque bodies, are you like, do you feel like that's like internally like affecting you in any way? In what regard? Like negatively? Yeah. Cause you were like, oh, you're not sure if you actually like, like what, the shift has become yeah I mean I think it's just sometimes to be honest it's like a lot of um it's a lot of pressure as I said but it's also like unwanted for me and my experience like it's been a lot of unwanted attention from both men and women like especially the the men obviously like well not obviously but that makes me way more uncomfortable (laughs) way more uncomfortable there was this one time this guy ew because i (laughs) this triggered another memory x um there's this guy that i know from home and i remember like having to have a conversation with him like every time we talk to each other i don't need for you to like be like oh my god this is so crazy you look like this your body like i don't want to hear that shit don't I don't we don't need to talk about how I look to you every time we speak to each other I don't want to hear it like talk to me about something else like is there nothing else that we can have a conversation about mm-hmm. um and I find that it just puts me in a lot of I've had a lot of like negative experiences because of it so it's not something that I'm like I mean like I feel like I own my sexuality and I own my body at times but other times I like don't appreciate the attention. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I feel like, yeah, I think I feel the same way, but uh I don't know. I it's it's a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. on one end sometimes it's like reaffirming, but then sometimes it's just like unwarranted. I don't know. Like compliments on your body hit when you need them to hit. When you need them to. Yeah, like sometimes, like, yeah, affirm me. Yes. Tell me I look good today. Absolutely. Yes. Titties is sitting, things is hanging. Tell me. Right. Like, yep. But on the other hand, I'm just like, yeah, don't objectify me. Yeah. But so there's this, there's this experience I had, and I, I'm pretty sure I've told you about this, but I don't think I've spoken about it on the pod. I was, did I speak about this? I think so. I was walking my dog. Me and my ex, it was like two in the morning. We were walking on South. And this like group of guys pulled up on us. And I had on, bitch, I had on sweatpants, bitch. I want to make that super clear. I had on a hoodie and some fucking sweats. It was 2 a.m. And we just wanted to walk because we were bored. Like, and it's this car full of niggas. We didn't know that the car was full of niggas at the time. We thought it was two, two niggas max. So they like pull down, like roll down the window. Mind you, they're like, we're 
we're walking still. So they're like inching, they're creeping. While we're creeping, they're creeping in the car. Yeah. And they, I don't know what, I think they said like, damn, your ass is fat as shit. Something they said about my ass and my nigga at the time was like, no, like shut that shit up. So now they're having a back and forth. <laughs> My nigga and the niggas in the car are having a back and forth. And I'm like, babe, like, let's just go. Like, it's not even worth it. Da, da, da. So we're still walking, bitch. And these niggas are still creeping. And yeah. the exchange had got so heated. The niggas parked the car. And it's six niggas get out the car. Six niggas get out of the car. Me and my nigga and my dog are like, like, everything happened so fast. Like, all I remember is like, we were literally surrounded by six niggas like they made a circle around our ass and one of them of course had a knife because syracuse and niggas always carry knives in syracuse on so, south campus yes but they were they were county. County. oh okay. no disrespect that that night the gate was open okay yeah. it makes sense yeah it makes sense right so they're like swinging on him he's ducking like i'm screaming i literally all of this over your ass all of this over my ass in sweatpants because my nigga didn't let you disrespect me when i'm with my nigga like are you dumb i'm literally screaming because i thought for sure that they were really finna jump his ass like they were finna they looked like they was finna make something happen you know what i'm saying so i'm like literally screaming to the top of my lungs like, oh my God, please, like, please, no, stop. Like, I was so fucking scared for him. And then I just remember, like, pulling out my phone. And then they were like, she got her phone out. And then they all, like, jumped in the car and Dead. went off. That is, like, the shit that I'm talking about. Like, it's not even, it's not worth <laughs> the negativity. It's not worth the, like, fe ever feeling unsafe. You know what I'm saying? And that has happened. Things, obviously not that drastic, but there have definitely been a few instances where I felt extremely unsafe. And I'm just like, over some ass, my nigga? Like, shut up. Like, it's just not that deep. So, you know, <laughs> trauma. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I think, I don't think I've actually ever, like, obviously catcalling and stuff, but like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had like an instance where like I feel like my body put me like at harm's way unless I like, well, that's a different topic, <laughs> you know, sexual harassment and stuff, but like, yeah. and, like borderline assault, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a few and especially back home because like niggas, they think that they can just do whatever, you know, like um, just feel very entitled to your body, very entitled and they like will show it like <laughs> they want you to know you know like i've literally been grabbed by my arm and i'm like yanking my shit back like nigga well i don't even know you like i don't even know you don't fucking touch me you know like just the groping it's just too much it's too much yeah i yeah yeah yikes how do you feel like you've like worked on that relationship with like your body image and like do you feel like, I don't know, like you tell me, I was going to ask, like, do you feel like in some instances you're concealing your body then? Or like, how does that work? Sometimes. Yes. Um, it's weird. Because I've definitely had a lot of these conversations with my dad. He's very much so like, you don't want too much skin. You don't want too much skin. Like, and I'm like, it doesn't matter if I show none or if I you know walk out with my titties hanging out 
and you know the cup of my ass cheek hanging out somebody's gonna say something so I think it's it's been difficult to manage because like I mentioned like on one hand I want to feel empowered by my body like this is the body that I have and so I shouldn't be ashamed by it feel Mm -hmm. ashamed by it but on the other hand I'm like those those types of experience start those types of experiences excuse me start to like pop up when I'm like oh shit <laughs> you know it depends on where I'm going who I'm with you know do I feel safe with those people that I'm going out with that I would feel empowered enough to even put this on versus you know going out with somebody that I don't know you know what I'm saying like yeah things that you shouldn't even have to worry about you start thinking about so um that's my answer to this question and it's not like a <laughs> I'm sorry it's not like a yes or no like it's just I don't know convoluted the whole the whole thing yeah um i like kind of feel the same way but i feel like at like more recently i've been like more comfortable with showing my body regardless of like the state it's in whether i'm like bloated or not bloated like period titties or not period titties like whatever it is i feel like i'm just like i think i'm just like getting more comfortable with that that's what i will say i feel like I don't feel like anybody is like ever happy with their body and it's just like mm-hmm. something that I just like just need to get over like in high school I don't want to say I had a perfect body in high school but I like worked out six days a week I was like sadly like in my prime so and even then I like hated my body yeah but if I had that body right now bitch you be looking back at those pictures like what the fuck was I even talking about what was I thinking like it doesn't it was too big or whatever like bitch why you looked good like i have a lot of those moments i'm like oh i hate this bitch from five years ago <laughs> like um i remember thinking like like what year was high school i don't even know like seven yeah. years ago which is crazy I in 14 yeah so yeah so like seven years ago i remember thinking like oh like hate my titties too big for my body like da 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 and I, my titties weren't even that big bitch i have way bigger boobs now like i know it's just crazy. Like, it's crazy. But like, now I want to get a reduction. I do, too. I actually... Oh, my God. I went to for a consultation. Really? Yeah. But, like, I guess, like, insurance has a thing. <laughs> this is, like, way off topic. But insurance has a thing where, like, they dictate how much you take off. Like, you can't be like, oh, I want to be, like, a this cup or a this cup. So, like, your insurance company, if they cover it, will be like, all right based on like her shape and her size we'll say like this amount is like medically medically necessary and they'll be like take off this amount and they like dictate that to the surgeon i'm so tired of which is like so shitty because my my um the surgeon was like telling me like they might tell us like you need to take off like 600 whatever like measurement off each boob now you're at a b cup i don't ever want to be in a b cup you know (laughs) Yeah, like, why can't we dictate what happens to our own bodies? Can we, like... I don't know. <laughs> this really pisses me. That pisses me off. Yeah. So unless you're, like, really, really big, where you know, like, no matter what, like, no matter how, like, much they say to take off, you'll still be, like, fine, then you're good. But I feel like I'm in, like, a weird, like, a weird place where I'm, like, I only want a little bit off. Like, I want to be, a, like, a thick, like, C cup. <laughs> That's what I want to be a full C yeah the first person i've ever known to get a boob um reduction was my mom she was her titties used to be crazy bitch like i don't even like you know you have to 
it's past E, G, F, like all them shits. Yeah. Like she was down in the alphabet bitch about the middle. L M N O P. So <laughs> her shits were big as fuck. And then she got her reduction and now my boobs are bigger than hers. And I was like, mm, I don't like this. Like <laughs> Oh wow. And because like my back issues, like it just makes it worse, you know, having these big ass titties and it's just it's Yeah. It used to be a thing too where like they wouldn't cover it unless you like lost weight. So my surgeon, before I even went there, they were like, oh, how much do you weigh? I was like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Told him my weight. And then he was like, okay. Like, he was like, have you tried to lose weight first? And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, a couple of years ago, I lost like 20 pounds. And mm-hmm. I feel like they just look bigger when you're smaller. Like, it's mm-hmm. worse when you're smaller. It just like is what it is. Like right now, but they don't look that huge because I'm like, at like a normal weight. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. So I feel like that doesn't help anything. I don't know. Unless I, like, lost, like, 60 pounds. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would have to lose a crazy amount of weight. But then, yeah. like... And who the fuck is losing 60 pounds? That's well, a lot. That, and do you even want to lose 60 pounds? Like, do, would you like how your body looked then if you lost 60 pounds? Like, that's what I have to do to get my titties smaller? So then, now what? Now I'm happy with my titties, but I'm not happy with any other part of my body? Yeah. Exactly. The math ain't math then to me, baby. Yeah. How do you, other than, like, um, breast reductions, like, how do you feel about, like, plastic surgery and stuff like that now? And not even just, like, plastic surgery, but I guess just, like, body enhancements. Because sometimes they be doing non-invasive shits. You see the cups? What cups? You don't know that, like, the, oh, my God, my, well, not my cousin, my cousin's cousin, whatever. She, like. your cousin? No, because it's on different sides. No. We're not, like, blood-related, but we're still, like, family. Like, I know her family. I don't know. You know. Whatever. Um, She, like, does these, like, non-invasive, like, BBL-type things. Like, the she puts, like, cups on, like, people's butts, and it, like, re, like, directs your, like, fat. Like, it's mad weird, but, like, you have to get, like, mad sessions, but it's, like, non-surgical. So there's, like, a bunch of different, like, body enhancement-esque things that are, like, coming up. Yeah, I didn't. Not under the knife, and it's like insane. I didn't know they did non surgical BBL related things. I know they do like, like the ice shit that they put on your belly to like burn the or freeze the fat cells. And then you just like have heavily flush, i.e., drink a lot of water to like flush the fat cells out. Um, Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of that. I think it's called sculpting. It's called cool sculpting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so I feel like you should do whatever you feel comfortable with. What I kind of don't like, I'm all for anybody doing whatever the fuck they want to their bodies. I just feel like if you're going to get a BBL, I feel like, number one, own it. Or, like, don't try to then be like, oh, but I've been in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, bitch, like... <laughs> It's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, feel comfortable with, with, the, with the decision that you made and don't try to bamboozle people. And I'm really just talking about, like, the only people who really have, like, enough influence to even do that is just, like, to me, like, the Instagram models that do that and then just, you know, want to promote flat tummy tea. Like, that's all they've been drinking. And it's like, baby, we know. We know. And it's fine. You look amazing, but, like, don't lie. Don't lie to me, bitch. Yeah, I feel like, okay, so I feel like, I kind of feel like that, but then one day I saw this TikTok that was like, 
basically saying like something along the lines of like people who are like people who put others down for like their plastic surgery in terms of like oh you know you didn't work hard for this you just did this and like went to the doctor they were saying that like it doesn't diminish the fact that like they still have to work hard to maintain their body so when you like say things like that you're kind of just like shitting on them for no reason type of thing and when he said it like that i was like okay like i think i see it i don't know so now i'm like in a weird place where i'm like hmm because if i got like a bbl and i had to maintain like a flat ass stomach i might be posting like i'm in a gym i don't know like <laughs> you can obviously the maintenance the maintenance it plays a factor but like don't lie about how it came about that's that's my whole thing of course you can be in the gym after big post lift some weights home that's what you should be doing i mean you can't just get a bbl and sit around Mm-hmm. and eat fucking chips and chocolate all day. It's, that's just yeah. not going to get you the results that you want long-term. But, like, I feel like it's irresponsible. <laughs> and just, like, I don't know. If if we're doing that, then okay. But, like, why don't you then, if you felt empowered to do that, then why don't you feel empowered to share that with your audience? Like, just keep it above. Mm-hmm. Like, why why do you feel the need to lie about it? Like, what... If there's shame associated with it, then I feel like you that you shouldn't be getting it in the first place. You know what I'm saying? If you feel embarrassed or you feel like this is off brand or whatever for you, then you probably shouldn't have gone under the knife to begin with. That's my life. Like it's like a like a societal thing, though, because it's like because like we or not we, but like people have made it seem like you're not working hard for it. So when they like. When they don't want to share it, I can kind of get it, you know? Because it's, like, not something that you, like, put blood, sweat, and tears into it. I don't know. It's, like, it's a weird thing. That's what I will say. But on the lines of that, I actually saw a tweet this morning that was, like, natural people love talking about, or natural-bodied people, which is also just a weird word. That's so weird. About, <laughs> yeah. Talking about people who get, like, plastic surgery and da-da-da-da-da. But if you need to work out seven days a week and only eat like nuts and berries to maintain your body, you're not natural either. I, I saw that. How do you feel about that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can see I can see the point, you know, what, what they were trying to get to. But like, I feel like that doesn't diminish necessarily. Okay, because I also want to make this clear. Healthy does not mean stick skinny. Healthy does not, I, I really wish that we could like dissociate healthy being somebody small because you can be small as fuck and still be unhealthy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Your blood pressure can still be high. You can still have high cholesterol. That doesn't necessarily always represent itself in like visual fat that someone else can, can see. So yeah. when I say healthy, that, that doesn't necessarily equate to being skinny, but I feel like, um, like we shouldn't we shouldn't diminish necessarily like trying to always strive to have a healthy lifestyle, whatever that looks like for you. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, bitch. I don't know. I feel like if you want to get a BBL, go ahead. If you want to eat fucking kale, bitch, and, 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 and drink you some fucking, I don't know, flat tummy tea, bitch, and do all these detoxes, 
everybody should just do whatever the fuck they want to their fucking bodies. Like, it's not my shit to dictate, yeah. like, to govern your body. That's not, <laughs> that's not my place. Mm. So I don't know. I think the whole, the whole natural versus enhanced or fake or whatever the fuck you want to call it debate is unnecessary as fuck. And it's weird. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, I agree. As as oh, I think it's tea. Huh? I said, I do think it's tea though. I'm like, because yeah. I feel like, bitch, the way we have to work so hard to maintain a figure, bitch. It's the only lot. reason why I had a good body in high school, or I wouldn't, I don't want to say good because then their implies there's a bad. The only reason why I had that body in high school was because I worked out six days a fucking week for multiple hours, you know? And that's not really like, that's just not ideal. Even right now, like I'm working out five, six times a week. Like, bitch, do I have to do this for the rest of my life to maintain a body? Imagine, like, that's exhausting. I, well, I was talking, <clears throat> I was talking to one of my friends about this yesterday, actually, because, you know, she's been talking about how she's been going back to the gym and stuff. And I told her that I had to really make a conscious, like, mental shift, like, to change. Well, I really haven't changed my relationship with food that much, so that's still a work in progress. But changing my relationship with the gym and how I viewed it, how I was speaking about it. Like, when I try to, when I get up in the morning to go to the gym, it used to be like, oh, like, I don't feel like doing this shit. Like, this is going to take, like, X amount of time out of my day. I'm going to be tired after this shit, da, 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 all this other stuff. But now it's like, okay, this is another chance for me to, like, be better than I was yesterday. Or maybe I want to work on this that, like, I couldn't do last week in the gym. So this is another opportunity for me to get better at that. And trying to change how I approached even walking in that bitch before I got out of the car. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you kind of adjust how you think about fitness in general, that maybe it'll be easier. Does that make it physically easier? Absolutely not. But mentally, like, I think it's the mental shift that be fucking me up the most. Like, it's not <laughs> lifting up 15 pound dumbbells. Like, it's like, okay, I want to be better. And this is how I feel like being better, you know, will work for me. Yeah. I feel like I'm very, like, like, I I am only motivated, which is really bad, but I'm only motivated by, like, results. Mm-hmm. So, like, what drives me is, like, knowing that, like, I'm going to see a, resu- a result. Like, when I look in the mirror, I'm going to notice this or I'm going to see this, which is why, like, I've been, like, so consistent right now because I'm, like, seeing results or, like, mm-hmm. when I hop on a scale or, like, whatever. But I feel like, you know, that's also something I need to shift because, like, it should just be a thing that I do. Like, it should just be a part of my routine that's, like, I enjoy working out. Like, I want to get back to the thing where it's, like, like, you know, like, in high school, you, like, joined sports and you were, like, working out and it was just, like, like, pure, genuine fun. Like, you were making friends. You were just, like, you didn't even, it was, it was a workout and it was hard as fuck, but it wasn't, that wasn't, like, the basis of it. I wasn't doing it to, like, stay in shape. I was doing it because it was fun, right? But now it's, like, I'm doing it to stay in shape. I'm doing it to kind of keep staying in this pandemic. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a lot, but shit yeah. i don't know that I mean, we have to do we might like sometimes i'll be like bitch if i just went and got this bbl <laughs> we would be we would we would be good, we would be good. <laughs> but, listen easy okay like whatever shit five thousand dollars huh five thousand dollars shit <laughs> make it happen make it happen for real but I, to go back to what you were saying like 
at some point you're going to plateau. See, but I mean, hopefully not anytime soon. Hopefully not anytime soon, but it's going to happen because that's just like, like, like not stop seeing results. Right. Even if it's for a month or something, your body adjusts. Yes, for sure. And then, yeah, you'll, you'll plateau. So it's like, I don't know. That's, I understand what you're saying because that's definitely a motivating factor, but it's like, don't yeah. put too much pressure on yourself. I feel it. But I also, yeah, it comes back to like the social media thing too, where I'm just like, or even like, honestly, like even when I like go on vacation, like I just came from Miami. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Miami has, not everybody, but like a lot of the people that you see in Miami have fake ass bodies. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them. It's just a thing there. And like, I don't know, when you go to the beach and you're on South Beach and you're walking the strip and you're just like seeing all these different types of bodies, like all of that just like comes into play where it's like, oh yeah, like she looks good as fuck. All right, I aspire. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I um follow this like boutique page and they just did a live um the other day and I watched it and this girl who's like one of their influencers, she is bigger. Mm-hmm. Um and so but it's not even like this is what I'm also saying, like what the fuck does that even mean? Because she's I guess you wouldn't say that she has a flat stomach. Like, she has a stomach, but she has an ass. She has titties. Like, I don't understand. Is it, like, someone famous? No. Oh, okay. Um, but she, nothing, nothing is wrong with her. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no issue, you know, but she's next to these people who one of them has had a BBO, um, and the other was super skinny, but then she just started taking a pedamine. Mm-hmm. And so she's gained a lot of, she's gained weight, but like in the quote unquote right areas. Yeah. So her ass and not her stomach or whatever. And so they were basically saying is so-and-so a sellout because now she wants to get a BBL. She has, she has been like the voice for women who look like her or who do not fit this like standard of having this Coke bottle ass figure. You know, she gets on camera, she's trying on the clothes. Her stomach is out. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Like, she tries on the fucking shits. She got a bra and panties on. Mm-hmm. And she's really letting you see how the jeans fit on her without trying to suck it in, without trying to get all her right angles. Like, she just is who she is, raw in her skin. And so the lady behind the camera, who was, like, I think the owner of the shop, was like, I don't want you to feel like people are pressuring you into getting a BBL. Like nothing is wrong with how you look. Like when I met you five years ago, you said you would never do anything to your body. Why are you even having this conversation right now? Mm-hmm. You know? And she was like, well, I just want to like kind of get my love handles down and like a little bit off my back. And I love my titties and I love my ass and my thighs and da da da. But just like this part. And she was just like, the, the owner was like, I just, you can do what you want, but like, we have to realize where this shit comes from, you know? Like, without Instagram, would, would we be putting all of this pressure on ourselves in a certain way? Right. You just would be, well... Because even on TV, like, you don't really see it, like, in TV or on, like, in movies. Like, I don't... I feel like I don't really be paying attention to people's bodies like that on TV. But um, then how, how are we... How are we feeling shame then when we were young? Oh, I guess because it was all skinny. But I'm saying, like, I don't, like... All the actresses that I know and, like, 
really love don't have like Instagram-esque bodies, you know? Yeah. Like when, I, when we were talking about like, you know, um, Viola Davis, um, Regina King, like, yeah, I, they don't have like, I don't know, like most of my like favorite actresses just don't have like those type of bodies. That's all, true. I just pay attention to the plot and that's really it. But like, you know, in like the teen sitcoms, we were like aspiring to be like them. So, you know, like there was something, there was something to look up to and like, there was a lot of like influence there. Now I feel like it's like just, bitch, put on a movie, I pay attention to the plot. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I guess my point is like, I feel like shame comes in all different mediums, you know what I'm saying? But I do think that Instagram is toxic when it comes to like ha- how we look at ourselves in the mirror. Like, yeah. And like the, inst- like what you were saying about the bigger girl, I was like wondering like what bigger was. Cause even with like these plus size models, they still have like, a lot of them at least still have like the figure eight figure. That's true. It's just a bigger eight. It's just so a big, it's yeah. like still titties. They, they most of the time have flat stomachs. It's just not like there's not abs or anything. Toned. Yeah. yeah. But it's still, like, still still very wide hips. Like they have like a good ass figure. They're just bigger. But they're just bigger. And then they're labeled plus, uh, which is also yeah. like, there's like needs to be more representation for girls who are just like I don't want to say like average Joe but like girls who just literally even like girl bigger girls who just have no ass and titties like I would love to see that Mm. or like a bigger girl who has a huge ass no titties like we don't need to be seeing these perfect figure eight bodies even when they're plus size because like there's still that like lack of representation there. Like yeah. it is my, even if I'm seeing like a fashion over thing on a plus size model, nine times out of 10 is still not going to look the way it looks on her, on my body. Yeah. That's what it is. No, that's, you know? a, that's a fact. The, the plus size body positive influences that I follow definitely still, which there's nothing wrong with this, but they still glorify, heavily glorify the fact that they have a fat ass. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's the prime thing. It's like, oh, my ass is fat, you know, like, I don't know. They're, just, they're thick. They're not, like, that's the other thing, like, they, most of the time, they're just, like, thick. They're not even really, like, fat or chubby. And that's what I feel like I want to see more of. Because then that brings us to a whole other thing. Because I remember, who was this, who was the, the white model who was on America's Next Time Model, who was, like, one of the first plus-size models in the industry? I can't remember her name. Yeah. I was not a huge fan of that show because, you know, I'm tired oh. of fucking well, devil. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> but um, oh, Ashley Graham. Oh, I think I know who that is. Yeah. Yes. So, I remember when she first came out, like they immediately labeled her as plus size, and like you said, like to me, her stomach is not like quote unquote big. Like it's like mm-hmm. a regular ass stomach. Like I don't know, but she is just she has very full hips and bigger thighs and whatever, whatever. And I remember when, maybe this was like a year or so ago, maybe two, she started losing weight. And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but people were on her ass. They were on her fucking ass. Like, oh my God, you're not even plus size anymore. Like shaming her for then not representing them. And I'm like, damn, that must be really fucking rough. Um, There's this girl I watch on YouTube who is plus size and she's been having some health issues or whatever. And she was saying that she was trying to lose weight to help with these health issues. I, I don't know if she has, like, I think I remember her saying something about um, clotting. And I don't know exactly, like, 
all the health issues that um, she has. But she was doing keto top of the year last year and she like dropped a lot of fucking weight and she's been talking on her channel because she like dropped weight and then gained it back or whatever and she's been talking um on her channel about like how there's just so this immense amount of pressure because her audience loves her because she deems herself as fat right and so they feel like she's like their image like they they need her you know what i'm saying to be their support to be their backbone and when she started losing weight she said her engagement went down like she started losing hella subscribers and it's like damn but i need to do this in order to for your health yeah literally for my health for my life like my well-being (laughs) yeah now now people not even rocking with me you know it's like that's fucking rough that's a lot i get it i do get it uh yeah, I don't know. Which part, which part do you get? I get the fact that it's hard because people can identify with her and they want to still identify with her, but then she also, like, wants to still be healthy, even yeah. though she wasn't, like, I don't know. I feel like her health was tied to her weight, and that's, like, a unique, like, not unique, but... like Ooh, you were that's, saying, a, that's a whole other thing, because is your health tied to your weight? If you're very much bigger than, like, most of the time yeah like i don't know like if you're morbidly obese you're definitely like susceptible to more things it just is what it is like but if you're just overweight or just obese probably not depends on your genetics but probably not like honestly a lot of people even like people who are hella fit are still overweight you know Mm -hmm. um but i mean if you're saying that her like her weight was well, I don't, I don't know, but I think, I think that's what she was kind of insinuating, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, so no, it's not definitive that your weight will affect your health, but I do feel like it's a double-edged sword. It just, like, it, I don't know, depends, because my mom, let me, the only person in my family who has health problems is my dad, the skinny one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, my mom has been overweight for most of her adult life, like, after she had kids, because she probably had kids, but that's a different story. <laughs> um... But she's, like, probably, like, the healthiest person I know. Like, never got sick. Her immune system is, like, A1. Like, never had any problems. My dad, on the other hand, has, like, a stomach ulcer. He has high cholesterol. He's like He was, like, pre-diabetic at one point. Like, and he's skinny. Like, he's a thin man. Yeah. So, I don't know. And my mom is also, like, overweight, but she's, like, still, like, a pretty active person. Mm-hmm. My dad, not so much. Like, he has back problems. His knees hurt. Like, you know, like, all the things that you probably would associate with being overweight is what he has, and he's small. Yeah. So, I don't know. But um, I was going to say, like, to end this segment, how do you feel, like, the body image or, like, the ideal body image will change? Or, like, do you think that we're stuck on this, like, slim, thick ride, and everyone who's getting a BBL is going to just be good for life? Or do you feel like we'll see like reverses in like 10 years where they'll go out and take out their implants or take out whatever their ass shots or whatever the fuck it is or get butt reductions if that's a thing. (laughs) Well, I feel like people are already doing that because they were ODing when this was, you know, like first hit. Mm -hmm. Like K. Michelle, for instance, her ass was crazy. Her ass was crazy. I I just hate her. 
I hate her. Because when she came out, she was saying she was eating fucking cornbread. Yeah, see, that I don't like Imagine. That. Because if I eat cornbread, bitch, that shit going right to my stomach. What? It's so fucking irritating. Just say you got to be beyond move on. Nobody cares. I hate her for that. I hate her for that. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's worse to me than, like, the fucking gym shit. Yeah. I feel like those are one and the same. Just don't lie to me about what you did. I don't care that much. But, um... She got the BBL or whatever, and I think she, like, kept going back. And so her ass just started looking fucking ridiculous. And then she's also got some some other work done. I don't feel like, um, like, I feel like she got some work done to her face, which I don't feel like looks bad, but her ass looked crazy. Her ass looked crazy. And so she got them taken out. She got her implants or whatever taken out. So I feel like things like that are already starting to happen with people. And I've seen other people do that with, like, their boob implants. Like, it's yeah. been a few people that have been like, mm, actually, I hate this. So, but I think actually what will happen, you know how, like, everything, <clears throat> everything comes back around, bitch. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe in 15, 20 years, people will start wanting to be a size two again. Like, yeah. I really think that's what's gonna I think I I think in like ten years we're gonna go back to like But then what's gonna happen with like the body positivity movement? Like Oh that's because that's important. That's true. But body positivity is like so like I I personally don't think it'll ever be a thing that's just like generally accepted. I just feel like, especially as, like, Black people, I just feel like we're sexualized too much by our bodies for it to, like, just not be a thing. Like, I feel like our bodies hold a lot of weight. They're, like, a lot of times, like, like the way people even see us is just, like, based on our bodies. We don't even have to open our mouths. They don't even have to look at our face. Like, it's our body, you yeah. know? I don't feel like that's, like, going away, at least not within my lifetime. I don't know. But, yeah, I feel like bo- bo- and body positivity is so conditional. They like body positivity, but do they? Like, do they? Yeah. But then they'll bring up the health thing, you know? Then they'll bring up the fucking health thing. I, I feel like it's very important to see everybody, literally all types of shapes and sizes, because your love should not be, your love for yourself should not be based on being like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just, that should not be a thing. Right. Um, so I... I love it, but at the same time, yes, then you have people on the other side that are like, well, now you're promoting obesity. Well, mm-hmm. da 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 And it's just like, well, you really can't fucking win. Yeah. Which is a nice segue into our social media minute. So, <laughs> for our media minute this week, um, we selected a video that... Lizzo posted on her Instagram, which I really thought was super beautiful. Um, She's one of the first people who I've seen very, like, radically love themselves. Like, I feel like Ashley Graham was, like, the first, the first, like, plus-size person on the scene. But, like, I didn't ever really see her speak about being plus-size. Like, I've seen Lizzo really own the fuck out of it and maybe that's also because i can more so relate to her because she's a black woman i don't know but lizzo is just so fucking outspoken about the shit that like i just something about it just makes me feel really warm inside <laughs> what so, did the video say again i'm sorry what did the video say again 
she okay so the video is she's like in a sports bra and some lace panties mm-hmm. and she's in the mirror she looks like she just got out of the shower she's in the mirror and she's like rubbing on her belly and speaking yeah giving herself positive affirmations but giving her belly in particular very positive affirmations telling her stomach that she loves it and that you know thank you for keeping me alive and Mm. all this other stuff and in the the caption says i started talking to my belly this year blowing her kisses and showering her with praises i used to want to cut my stomach off i hated it so much but it's literally me i am learning to radically love every part of myself even if it means talking to myself every morning this is your sign to love on yourself today and i just thought it was so fucking beautiful and of course then i opened up the comments because it has like roughly fourteen thousand comments under it the first hundred or so positive oh my god i love this erica badu was like power i said okay her. but then after that like literally what i was saying like oh you're promoting obesity this is unhealthy like this is sick disgusting people are calling lizzo disgusting mm. for rubbing on her stomach and speaking positivity to it yeah um and so yeah i just feel like there's really no winning when you are labeled a quote-unquote bigger person to me like i i definitely and um because on the opposite end of the spectrum like people are like oh well i'm shamed if i'm like skinny now too which i get but you're definitely not shamed as much as people who are labeled as that i that bother you that argument so fucking much people on twitter love to be like oh when i was growing up they called me a stick Bitch, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. You're never labeled as disgusting, baby. Like, <laughs> like the yeah. oppression is not the same, honey. You'll it's never not. not get a job or like an interview or whatever the fuck it is because you're skinny, bitch. People will never call what? You. People who are actually like overweight suffer. Yeah, suffer, bitch. You're not suffering by someone calling you a stick. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's hurtful. I know it's harmful. I know it probably hurts your self esteem. But let's be real. You're yeah, not facing like systemic issues. You're just not. Right. That's that's still is still like you still have a body type that's more so ideal than yeah. someone who is a size, I don't know, 18. Like like that's just it really is not the same at all. It really isn't. So I don't know. I I hate I this. Her. Huh? But I love her. I think I she's her. amazing. I just like uh, I I really love her. Like I've been watching her TikToks. <laughs> I'm a TikTok girl now. Really? But, um, like I think I talked about TikTok like three times on this episode. But um, I just feel like first of all, like she'll never be disgusting. Even if she, even if Lizzo gained like 300 pounds tomorrow, she's just someone who like I could never even be like, oh yeah, that's unhealthy because I feel like she's more healthy than I am. Mm. Like. She's first of all, she's very active. Like she's an active ass person. She is active. You know how much fucking like willpower, strength, like athletic ability it takes to tour day in and day out, pelt your heart out and dance at the same time for four hours straight. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Bitch, an hour at the gym kills me. Like, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, when people say things like that or like you're promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and this, that, and the third, she's probably more active than you are. Yeah, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So like what are we what's going on here like 
that's what I'm saying. People, people equate being bigger, being fat, being whatever to being unhealthy, to being lazy. That, yeah. That's an automatic association. God forbid, bitch, you gained 10 pounds. Now, oh, you're a lazy, fat-ass bitch, huh? Like, I, there, there are so many things. There are so many different factors that could go into somebody losing weight. You know nothing. Yes. <laughs> you know nothing about her based on one video that you've seen. Like, it's just extremely ignorant to me. Um, and what's lazy is that association you make. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be me, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like also, like, on the other hand of that, too, like, now something that I'm learning is, like, to just like not talk about people's weight at all because yeah, I feel like you, fuck up. you know sometimes you want to tell your friend like damn bitch you look snatched or like oh you look mad small today I don't you mm-hmm. never know what's going on because it can really be yeah. a hit or miss some people are like oh my god you see it too and they get really gassed or it's like yeah I lost 10 pounds in a week because I was stressed and didn't eat for six days but then also it's like well what the fuck do you think about me this other the other times that you have exactly so it's just like now I'm just like oh I'm not saying shit yeah I feel like it's also like very just I think it's like something I grew up with because my mom before she will even greet me she'll be like oh you really upkept your body like she won't even be like hi she'll be like oh you went to college you looking a little what what are you feeding you not before she'll even be like oh how are you or what do you like you know what do you have planned for today whatever it is so yeah. i feel like now it's like something that i'm working on to just like nothing we don't even need to talk about your body like please don't please don't speak yeah. on my feet. like especially with my family i get really fucking triggered with them because my mom used to do the same shit or like she'd eat like a bird so then she was expecting me to eat like a bird bitch i'm hungry the fuck like I don't like what is the issue like it was always something about how I looked and it just made me so fucking insecure even recently like during the pandemic I have not been sleeping well for the past year bro I kid you not I kid you not my anxiety I cannot really go to sleep at night and if I do go to sleep nine nine times out of ten I don't sleep well um but I was talking to my dad last year and I love my dad, but he has some work to do, okay? I was talking to him last year about how I just wasn't sleeping well. Like, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't sleeping well. And he was like, well, you know, that happened to me when I gained a few pounds or something, he said. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, don't put, don't project your shit on me. I don't give a fuck. Respectfully, I don't care what happened to you when you gained weight. <laughs> I'm talking to you about how I can't sleep, and then here you are trying to make an association, right? And basically okay. tell me that I've gained weight. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Please stop it. Or like lit. Uh, uh, it's just so many things. Like when I go back home, like there was there's one person who made a comment about me putting croutons. I'm I'm a salad bitch. I love eating salads. I eat so many salads throughout the week. And so I like to make my salads the way I like to make my fucking salads. I make, like, some big-ass salads. And she said something about me putting croutons on my salad. On my salad. Like, oh, really? The extra calories? That's okay. Mm-hmm. Please leave me the fuck alone. Please leave me the fuck alone. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot. The, the constant, the incessant, like, comments on what somebody puts in their body or how they look really is, even if you do mean it in a positive way, sometimes can be very draining because like you said, you literally have no idea what's going on. And then for me, I internalize that and I'm like, damn, so I must look like shit every other time or this has been this drastic. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like yeah, negative, even if you don't mean it to be negative. So I don't know. Yeah. 
also like just to round this off i feel like oh like right now especially i feel like everyone is like obsessed with the way their body looks i don't know if you like experience this in your friend group as well but i feel like pandemic weight is like kicking everyone's ass to the point where we're literally like just so obsessed with how we look and it's like a problem like i feel like i'm like so anal about like everything that i do everything that i'm eating like literally day in and day out because i'm like oh no like i don't want to gain weight because i'm staying at home or like i don't want to snack because i'm at home like when outside opens up you know like i don't want to be bigger or like whatever and then there's like people on the other hand who like have gained like 15 pounds like their pandemic weight and they're like literally like depressed by it and i just feel like right now is like a really really like hard time for like everyone in their body i don't know but everyone just seems really really super fixated on like their weight right now and it's like yeah. insane we're in a pandemic like it's okay if you gain 10 pounds 10 yeah. pounds is not that hard to lose and once the world opens back up and bitch you're commuting to work or you're taking that <laughs> extra five minute from like the train to your fucking office like the 10 pounds will leave it will yeah. naturally like it's okay like you know like i just feel like we need to like just tone it down a little bit we're good our, yeah. body, our body is literally like helping us stay alive right now in this fucking literally place. that's really the only thing like when you yeah. really think about it that's the only thing helping us stay alive and that i think that kind of also plays a part into like um like people's relationship with food which we didn't really touch on which is a whole nother thing but i will say that like i have definitely gained some weight in the pandemic and at first especially when i started noticing it that just made me want to eat more because i was depressed as fuck i'm like oh my god i can't believe that this has happened okay so to make myself feel better i'm about to go eat like a bag of candy you know what i'm saying and then it's just a vicious cycle it's just you never know how people associate how they're feeling with the meal that they eat. And yeah, so yeah. if somebody has like very high anxiety or they're depressed or maybe on the other, on the flip side of that, they eat whatever the fuck they want when they're happy. Who knows? You don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. That can like alter somebody's relationship with food, with their body image as a result of that. Like it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes, I agree. I feel like I'm like, I think like the opposite. Like when I'm happy, I get to, I get food happy. Really? Like when I'm happy, bitch. You remember like, I don't know. Well, for me, like when I got to college, I think I was like too happy. <laughs> All that weight that I gained was because I was happy. I was like, oh, like let's go to the dining hall with my friends and like eat the whole fucking menu. Like, or like, you know, when you're like in a relationship, like I feel like that happiness that you feel, you get like really comfortable and just like, food becomes like an extra source of like happiness mm -hmm. and then I get like very like food happy now I'm like I don't want to say I'm having too much pleasure in my food but like I'll be like thinking about my next meal like ooh, like I want pasta tonight and I get really really like attached to food and like my emotions start like feeding into like my meals like if I have a really good day I'm like ooh, I want something really 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 unhealthy wow yeah I'm the complete opposite literally the complete opposite like stress is like I want carbs. Loneliness, I want carbs. Depression, mm -hmm. I like carbs, please. Um, yeah. <sighs> I was talking to my, I just want to say this, I, want to say. Hey. I was talking to my therapist about this like two years ago and my relationship with food and how it's very unhealthy. And I said, damn, bitch, this is why, this is why you have the PhD bitch because wow she said to me like your 
your relationship with food gives you something that your relationship with your mother has never given you. And I said, Oh, Oh, bitch. You just kind of read me like stability, consistency. You know what I'm saying? Those warm things that you get from, (laughs) that you get from food. You've never gotten out of your relationship with your mother. And so now you've seen it kind of snowball into something else because this has like, gone to such a negative this is like really like that's like really heavy (laughs) that's isn't that so fucking heavy it's it's a lot it's a lot i was like okay thank you for that appreciate it really putting shit into perspective for me so (laughs) oh my do you feel like you bonded with food like do do you feel like you bonded with your mom over food if that makes sense like growing up no i feel like i bonded with my dad over food more so Um, and I think the way that my mom really had a way of like demonizing food for me made me want to go towards it more. She was always on my ass about how I looked and it it wasn't even, my mom is very, um, she will indirectly read the fuck out of you, you know? So she may not be very overt with what she's saying, but you got what the fuck she was saying. She's very backhanded like that. So there was a lot of like little slick comments growing up that she was planting inside of my head like, oh, I don't look good. Oh, I shouldn't be eating this because this will make me not look good. Oh, I probably look like shit right now because I'm, you know what I'm saying? And it was, it was super like detrimental to my mental health and just how I looked at myself like during, like throughout puberty. And even now I'm like, I don't know, it's something that I like battle with every day. Yes, I got you. That makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. So, you know, ending the episode off on a positive note. <laughs> hey, well, not, not me being sad. Because I was neon green, bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like food is a big thing. But, no, I don't feel like anyone has a healthy relationship with food. So that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Fitness junkies, bitch, because. True. That goes back to that tweet. That goes back to that tweet. Yes. Like nuts and berries. Yep. Nuts and berries is not healthy either. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. But, true. all right. That's our episode, y'all. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, Black Girl Blues Pod. Yep. Thank yeah. you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with us for yet another week and yet another episode. Bye.